Good morning on this August 25th, 2020, for another segment or episode of maybe a good time to listen. This is the bottom line, part three. This is the third and final part of this uh, segment. And uh, we're going to get back to it. It shouldn't take too long, but it depends. <laughs> Alright, so here we go. Ever try to break down something to someone so they understand what you're saying? Now, everyone doesn't understand on the same level. But most people have been to kindergarten and to first grade. So we must remember that everyone is not going to understand $35 words. Therefore, let's talk simple enough so everyone can understand. Let's look at a parable Jesus spoke one day to his early followers. <clears throat> so I'm reading from St. Matthew chapter 13, verses 1 to 23. I'm going to do the whole parable. All right, here we go. St. Matthew chapter 13, starting at verse 1. Later that day, Jesus left the house and sat beside the lake. A large crowd soon gathered around him, so he got into a boat. Then he sat there and taught the people as they stood on the shore. He told many stories in the form of parables, such as this one. Listen, a farmer went out to plant some seeds. As he scattered them across his field, some seeds fell off fell on a footpath, and the birds came and ate them. Other seeds fell on shallow soil with underlying rock. The seeds sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow. <clears throat> shallow. But the plants soon wilted under the hot sun, and since they didn't have deep roots, they died. Other seeds fell among thorns, that grew up and choked out the tender plants. Still, other seeds fell on fertile soil, and they produced a crop that was 30, 60, and even 100 times as much as had been planted. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. His disciples came and asked him, Why do you use parables when you talk to people? He replied, You are a permitted to understand the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but others are not. To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given, and they will have an abundance of knowledge. Knowledge. <clears throat> but for those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. That's why I use these parables. For they look, but they don't really see. They hear, but they don't really listen or understand. This fulfills the prophecy of Isaiah that says, When you hear what I say, you will not understand. When you see what I do, you will not comprehend. For the hearts of these people are hardened. Their ears cannot hear. And they have closed their eyes. So the eyes cannot see, and the ears cannot hear, 
and their hearts cannot understand. And they cannot turn to me and let me heal them. But blessed are your eyes because they see, and your ears because they hear. I tell you the truth. Many prophets and righteous people want to see what you see, but they didn't see it. He's talking to the apostles. <clears throat> and they long to hear what you hear, but they didn't hear it. Now listen to the explanation of the parable about the farmer planting seeds. The seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message about the kingdom and don't understand it. Then the evil one comes and snatches away the seed that was planted in their hearts. The seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. But since they have no deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. Hmm. The seed that fell among the thorns represents those who hear God's word, but all too quickly the message is crowded out by the worries of this life and the law of wealth, so no fruit is produced. The seed that fell on good soil represents those who truly hear and understand God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60, or even 100 times as much as have been planted. All right, now. Let's break down that parable. <clears throat> now, listen to the explanation of the parable about the farmer planting seeds. So, the first one is, the seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the word, who hear the message about the kingdom of God, and don't understand it. So, that your average person, you know, may come in to a church service, they hear the sermon talking about how Jesus loved them, how God sent his only son to die for them, and that through him, if you believe in him, you have everlasting life. They don't get it. Or the person may have a sermon about something else in the Bible that represents the kingdom. They don't understand that all. They don't get it. Then a little bit they do have, that little seed that should have been planted, here comes the devil and snatches away that seed that was planted in our heart. That little bit they knew, here comes the devil and takes it away. So now it's like they didn't even go to church. Now it's like it, or didn't even hear the message at home or wherever they were. You know, listen on the computer, live streaming or whatever. They didn't get it. It just went in one ear out the other. And but by, before it can get to the heart, Satan came and took away what could have been planted. So, the second one is, a lot of people fall in this category. The seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. And oh, yeah, yeah, yes, that's the word, yeah, preach it, preach it, go, go, yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. Now, there's a, there's a few different ways, or well, two ways, really, you can teach this 
You need to look at it from this is talking to four saints, four sets of saints. Or you can look at it talking to three really not saved, or not committed, let's put it that way. And one who is committed. Now, with the way you teach it, the bottom line is still, there are people like this in the world. And we don't want people to run away from the word of God or to run away from the truth. We want everybody to have God's good seed, which is the word of God, full on good soil. That's what we want. So you can sit there and argue about are these people saved or not saved. The important thing is there are people like this in the world and if they're not on good soil, if they haven't had the seed planted on good soil, we need to go get them because something is wrong. All right, so let's go back to that one with the deep roots. Or should I say without the deep roots? The seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. So a lot of people hear the word of God and they happen when they hear it. But they don't last long because they're not deep, deeply rooted in Christ in the first place. So they don't last long. Once again, like I said, if you want to argue if there's things or not, it's your business. But I'm trying to tell you that there's people out there in the world who are falling away or hearing the word of God but doesn't do any good if you're not committed to him. You have to have deep roots in Christ so that when you hear the word, it's good to you and the next day, you'll still be the same. The next day, you'll still be in Christ. The next day, you'll still be wanting him one by his word. The next day, you'll still want to go, go on with Jesus because you have roots. But there's too many people in the world that say amen, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, I'll praise you forever. But then, they don't have any roots. They don't have any roots. They fall away. As soon as, does it say it in there? Yeah, they fall away as soon as they have problems. Or persecute or believe in God's word. So now, not the time. Because even when, because so many atheists and agnostics and people don't believe God. They have a lot of questions. <clears throat> Excuse me. They have a lot of questions. And if they want you to prove the word of God is true. And if you don't know enough about the word of God, they're going to make you look silly. So once they make a person look silly, what do they do? Excuse me. What do some of them do? They fall away. Because the problems are because they've been persecuted for the word of God. They're trying to get the word of God out, but they got all this opposition, and they don't know how to fight. Not with their fists, I mean, you know, they don't know how to push back. Now, the third one is, the seed that fell among the thorns represents those who hear God's word, but all too quickly the message is crowded out by the worries of this life and the love of wealth. So no fruit is, fruit is produced. <clears throat> Excuse me. So when the fell on thorns kind of represents what most people go through in their life. They hear the word of God maybe let's say on Sunday. 
or Saturday or Sunday, or any day of the week for that matter. But the cares of this life, and people telling you, oh, you can be rich, and the law of wealth, it chokes the word. So what they heard that comes to no effect because they're more concerned about the cares of this life, the everyday things we do, we're more concerned with that than God's word. We look at God's word as a hobby or something on the side or go to it when we're in trouble. But it's not first in our life. Since we have to do so many things in the course of the day, it pays to put God in it every day of the week. So just don't go for your problems and say, oh, I'll solve this. I got this. I'll take care of this. It's a certain thing God gives you enough knowledge to do on your own. But you should always have God in everything you do. This way, He's with you every day, each and every time you get into a situation. So that you're not pulled away by the love of wealth or by the cares of this life. If you keep God with you all the time, and put him in everything you do. And even ask him, how should I handle this? Now he's not going to come out the sky and part the clouds and start talking to you. But you'll get something in your spirit. You'll get something in, it may, may be in your mind. But mostly in your spirit. Or sometimes things just work out. And you don't realize it's been done until afterwards. And then you look back and you say, oh yeah, that's what, that's what I asked God for. How did that get done? How did that happen? So God has all kinds of ways of doing things. So it's important to keep Him in everything that you do. And don't let the cares of this life or the law of wealth pull you away from the Word of God, from what you heard, from what you read in His Word, from His promises. Now, let's go on to the fourth one. The seed that fell on good soil represents those who truly hear and understand God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60, or even 100 times as much as it had been planted. So now that's a good thing. <clears throat> we want God's word, just the seed, to land on good soil so that people can produce fruit and bring forth more than was planted. So God gives you the word, you hear it, you take it in, and you act on it, you just don't hear it. But you, you, is it, what is it in James? Don't be a hearer of the word, be a doer of the word. Because a person who was a hearer, and now they're a doer, is, is like somebody who looks in the mirror, and then forgets what it looks like when they leave the mirror. So you don't be like that. You want God's word to get into your soul to let you produce fruit. So like I said, when I had to argue if, if the first three are not saved or they are saved, but, well, the first one definitely can't be saved because, let me see, what's the first one to say again? About the footpath. Those they had a message about the kingdom and don't understand it. And then the evil one comes and snatches it away. Now you can be a baby in Christ maybe. And it happens to you because you don't understand. You're not strong enough yet. 
It's like I said, this can be controversial. That's why I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> the bottom line is we want everybody to be on good soil. So when the word of God comes forth, you can grow and produce fruit. Some 30, some 60, some 100. Everybody's not going to produce 100. Everybody's not going to produce 60. Because remember the, the, uh, the other parable Jesus did about the talents. He gave each man according to their ability. I don't mean talents as, as uh, singing or playing a keyboard. I'm talking about talents as money because that's what it was. Because another version uses the word pounds. So, talking about money. So, in other words, what you can handle, even if it's not money, what you can handle, God is going to give you that as a saint. He gives somebody five, he gives somebody two, he gives another person one. So, the one that has two is expected to do with the same one as the one that has five. The one that has five has more. God gave him more, he expected more. God gives you two. He expects you to use on the level of two. And if he only gives you one, he still expects you to double that. Or do 30, 60, 100. Even with the one. So God is not looking for everybody to be a Billy Graham. You know, but God is looking for you to use what you got. So whatever he gives you, use it. So, what is the bottom line? By now, after these three uh, episodes, I think we should know what the bottom line is. We just stay with God and that uh, things you see around you are temporary. Everything that's going on now is temporary. Let me say this, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not reading anymore. Well, I haven't been reading for a while, but <laughs> let me just say this. These last four months of the year are probably going to be real tough. They might be worse and harder than the first eight. Based on, you know, the word of God, what I'm seeing on the news and experiencing my own life. These last four months are going to be kind of rough. That's why it's important to stay with God. Be that one who has good soil. Let the seed be planted in you that fall on good ground. Don't let it fall on the footpath. Or some, bit, uh, some version say by the wayside. And don't let it fall on rocky places. We are all happy for about five minutes and then all of a sudden you fall away. As soon as a little something happens, you go crying off, woo-hoo. Don't be that person. And don't be the person that's so involved in the things in the world that you forget about God. Matter of fact, we're not supposed to be a friend of the world. We're supposed to turn away from the world. But be that person that the seed falls on good soil. So let's hear the word of God, get in our heart, and then do do the word of God in our life. And that goes for all of us. That goes for me, that goes for you, that goes for the person who says they're saved and sits in a pew somewhere. 
a person who's, who's a who's a doctor or a person who's this digger doesn't matter. As long as you got Jesus in your life, that's what he cares about. That's what you should care about. But never sit back in a hammock and say, oh, I got it made. The Bible does your word to salvation with fear and trembling. So we should never feel like, oh, I got it made. We should know where we're going, but we should know that by the grace of God that we're going to get there. Anybody that's going to make it, still by grace. And so the Lord knows what happens to those who never think about God, who live ungodly lives and don't obey the gospel. Bible tells that judgment has to begin to ask the Lord. And if it does, what happens to those who are ungodly and don't even obey the, the gospel? So we try to break it down as low as we can get it so everybody can understand. Number one, Jesus loves you more than you'll ever know. And that being in him brings peace, but, but you have to grow in him. And you're going to have trials, you're going to have tests, you're going to have tribulations. But the thing is to stay with him no matter what. Stay with him no matter what. That's been the thing somebody that I said told me when I was in my 20s. And I haven't forgot it. And it's just stuck with me and stuck with me. Stay with Jesus. Just those three words. Stay with Jesus. So saying no matter what goes on in life, because life is going to be life, stay with Jesus. And now on the side, and now the hobby, and not just when you think you need them, let him be the head of your life. Pray about everything. Bible says be anxious for nothing but pray about everything. So turn over to him. The bottom line, we'll find out in the last four months. You'll, you'll see what the bottom line is. Is it going to be accept Jesus or don't? Don't pull your hope in Washington. Trump and Biden, forget it. They can't do a thing for you. Is God. You say, well, what do you mean? Well, what I mean by that is, whoever gets into office next, God knew they were going to be in office. God planned it to be in office. I'm not going to get into politics because I hate it. I'm apolitical. But I'll say this much. Man can't fix his problem. Bottom line is, we need God to fix his problem. No God, no change. Next time, Lord willing, I want to talk to you that it's not Jesus and, but it's Jesus by himself. It's not Jesus and man and woman's help. He doesn't need our help. So may the Lord be with you. Remember, let have good soil. Let the seed come and plant. Be planted on good soil. So produce much fruit. 30, 60, or 100 according to your level. God bless you and keep you in Jesus' name and stay blessed. Amen.